Thanks for checking out this weekly Sunday message from Carrollton UMC. We pray that God will use this to speak to you and help you grow in faith. We invite you to join us this Sunday at our 10.30 a.m. one-hour service in person at our location in Uptown New Orleans or live online on our YouTube channel or Facebook page. To learn more about Carrollton, please visit carrolltonumc.com. We hope you enjoy this message. Okay, we move to our time of uh, Scripture, and today we will be uh, reading from the Psalms. Psalm 119, verses 97 through 104. So hear these words. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all day long. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is always with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your decrees are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations on our hearts be acceptable to you. For Jesus, you are our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. So our faith walk is, lo- is a long and winding road, isn't it? Winding road. It ebbs, it flows, it has peaks, it has valleys, and we often stray from the right path. We get distracted, misdirected, and our faith wavers. And as we move through our lives here on earth, we have those days where we cry out to God, Lord, hear my cry. Maybe that's you today. In other days, our path is is light and it's bright and it's easy to follow and we feel like we can maintain that forever. But then there's times when we're doubting and questioning why. Do you ever do that, questioning why? And we believe the lies. The lighted path is so dim, we often wander off, sometimes unintentionally and sometimes, other times, defiantly. Does any of this sound familiar to you? We are human, after all. I know it does for me. I think we can agree we want our faith Ideally, to be steadfast and not fleeting. (laughs) Another scripture passage that works beautifully with today's message and passage uh, in this particular psalm we read this morning is that familiar segment from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. You probably remember this. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, 
and he will make straight your path. Notice there's three conditions, three conditions of the straight path. Trust God, don't rely on your own understanding, and always acknowledge God. Three conditions. You know, a path, a path guides, a path leads somewhere. It has a purposeful destination. Our life is a path. Our faith walk is a path. And our day-to-day decisions and choices lead us straight or sways us. And then there's shortcuts, right? Shortcuts. We're big on that. In fact, I, I engage in a shortcut five days a week. As a lot of you know, I'm a chaplain at Oshner at main campus on Jeff Highway, and it's, a, it's obviously a large organization, huge parking lot, parking lot B for employees, and I come and I park, and I get as close as I can. It's a seven-minute walk from the, where I park to the hospital, a very brisk if I'm walking fast, so it's a pretty good morning trek, right? So I park, and then they have um, cross uh, walks, you know, for people to cross over so people come in and out of the uh, parking lot. But because there's so many of us and it's shorter, there's this ingrained little path when you get off the, uh, the concrete, the asphalt of the parking, and, and a little dirt path that has just been worn down where people kind of take in that, you know, it's shorter, you know, than going across the crosswalk over, right? So I, I confess, I take that way too. And, and it's kind of interesting, this analogy, because the footpath is kind of warm in the grass. It's bumpy, um, but it's more direct and sometimes easier, right? And then the painted walkway that they have, crosswalk, on the road, it's, it's straight. It has a purpose. It's designed for the walkers. Yet the paint fades. In fact, they, they, and there's potholes in it. It's kind of funny. Like, they're making you walk through some, you know, potholes. And uh, in fact, they just repainted it because it faded so much that you couldn't see it. So now it's a bright light. So it got me thinking about that with this analogy. Now, I'm not advocating that we take shortcuts on the pathway <laughs> to God. But it does make a good analogy that our faith and all the commitments and covenants within it can guide us on a straight and narrow path, but it will still be bumpy at times. And, and, and it'll fade in and out sometimes. And the beauty is that God's grace is there to catch us when we stray off that path onto the shortcut, whether it was intentionally or unintentionally taking that shortcut, like my path on the morning walks. So as we unpack this, this chosen scripture passage today, you'll, you'll see that we can find comfort and strength and hope in that through our faith, God provides us with the tools, the disciplines, and the divine power to guide us in this life's journey. And I love the Psalms. You know, they're, they're real, they're raw, and many passages are crying out to God, lamenting, but almost just as many are praising and thanking God. They're full of wisdom, and some, like this one this morning, are confident and motivating and, dare I say, a little intimidating. 
Because as I studied this passage and allowed it to kind of marinate in my brain a bit, past few days, it had me going in a lot of different directions. I kept reading it and praying about it. And there's a few, few phrases that stuck out at me. And it, at first, I found it to be a very lofty scripture. Like when the psalmist claims, I hold back my feet from every evil way. Bless you. Bless you, really. And the CEB translation actually says, every evil path. I hold back my feet from every evil path. I do not turn away from your ordinances. And the CEB translation says, your rules. So I don't turn away from any of God's rules. I love your law. It is my meditation all day long. Do you meditate all day long on God's laws and rules and promises? Hmm. And then I make sure to keep your word. I make sure to keep your word. Now, these are just a few that, of what we read this morning, but they just kind of stuck out with me. And I'm like, yikes, I don't know about you, but I'm not confident that I can always measure up to all these all the time. Can you? certainly raises the bar for us, doesn't it? And I, I looked at the different Bible translations, and they all essentially say the, the, the same thing, but with varying nuances. And when we say meditation, you see, hear that word come up through this a couple times in the passage. Meditation, in this context, the definition is like incorporating, I looked it up in all the different commentaries and Bible dictionaries, incorporating God's word into our prayer life so that they are inseparable. God's word and our prayers. Wow, that's some kind of meditation. So how's that working for you? (laughs) God's word and prayer, inseparable. I know for me, it can get a little choppy. It can get a little lopsided, one-sided. And uh, although I'm trying, I'm sure you are too. I I know when I think of meditation, the first thing I think of is someone that Buddhist-like meditation, you know, where they're just, you know, you know, it may be like that, but we know through the Christian lenses that it's, it's more than that. Meditating on God's Word. And perhaps just maybe taking pause, a, a mental rest from all the things that take up space in your head. Aren't your aren't, I don't know about you, but my mind's like always going. So like I said, I'm a chaplain in a hospital taking an online class, Compassionate Authentic Presence at End of Life because I'm a palliative medicine chaplain, so that's often the case. I'm taking this course, and it is very kind of, it's not Buddhist, it's not any kind of religion, but it's very um, insightful and, and deep. And there's a thing, they taught us how to meditate and, and just empty your brain. Like, think of nothing. You know how hard that is? <laughs> so I'm trying, I'm trying at work, 15 minutes a day, I go down to the chapel, And for 10 minutes, I try to do this empty, you know, nothing in my brain. And then for five, I'll do a wrap-up with with prayer. And I have my little timer, and I sit in a little nook in there, and and just trying to learn all the tools I said to empty your brain, like focusing on, like, on a word. And I'll do Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then I'll just be quiet, and I'll kind of look at all the designs on the inside of my eyelids when your eyes are closed. You know, there's stuff that happens when your eyes are closed. You ever notice that? So I kind of focus on that. I'll stare at the wall in front of me and things start moving. It's weird. But, but trying to do that. And the purpose is, and it's in this class, because if you can empty your brain first, it can give you a sense of calmness so you can be 
caring for someone and just focus intently, very mindfulness. Okay, I know I'm kind of just getting out there, but, but it's helping. And then I tied in with my prayer, and I tie in the latest uh, scripture passage that I read in my prayer. So anyway, um, incorporating God, I digress a little, incorporating uh, God's word into our prayer and meditation is a part of the discipline as well. Because, you know, just reading the word, is, it, it's not just simply to read it, but also to study and meditate. Because just like prayer, prayer is a way of we talk to God, right? And then we're silent, and we can hopefully hear God speak to us. Uh, but also, and I've, I bet you've experienced this, that when we read the Bible, it speaks to us, doesn't it? Like you can read the same passage that you've read a long time, and then you read it again, and it's speaking to us where we are in that moment. And that, that, my friends, is a way that God speaks to us as well. And God can just whisper, whisper in your mind when you try to let everything go, too. So it's incorporating the word, prayer, mindfulness. So how do we do this and how do we keep this at the forefront? We should have the Bible and God always with us, right? Whether it's physically or in our hearts. And someone once said, it was a quote, and it's anonymous. I can't figure out where I got it. But a good man, of course, it's not gender friendly. A good man carries his Bible with him, if not in his hands, yet in his head and his heart. And that's true. And of course, nowadays, more than ever, we can carry the Bible due to the plethora of Bible apps, right, <laughs> on our smartphones. Does anybody in here have a Bible app on their smartphone or tablet? Well, there's a few hands, okay. Not as many as I thought. Uh, so no judging. If you see those people, you know, looking down on their phones, they could be reading the Bible. I mean, Paul does that. My husband does that a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, in fact, when I was in seminary, I graduated in 2020, they actually had a class, an elective called the Bible in the Digital Age. And I thought, wow, that'd be interesting so I can kind of learn how to connect in, in new ways to, to reach folks. And we learned about clay tablets and the scrolls and the codices. It was very, very interesting. Um, and finally, obviously, the compilation that we know now, the Bible. I learned a lot. But for me, personally, I don't know about you, I love the hard copy Bible. Those thin little paper, thin pages and, and just the smell of it and my pencil marks and my highlighters and my sticky notes. Now, I know some of y'all don't like to write in your Bible, right? Who, who of you do not like to write in your Bible because it's so sacred? Go ahead. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not alone. There's a, and I, I respect that. I, I totally do. But I'm not one of those. I kind of write in it, but not a lot. But I confess my regular Bible reading suffers a bit. So, but I've been on track this year. I know this is, I'm making this about me, but I think you can relate. And I'm trying to inspire you. Uh, I've been a little on track um, this year because... For Christmas, Santa brought me this. Have you seen these? These spiral note-taking Bibles? I confess, I succumbed to a Facebook ad, and it was there, and, and uh, then Santa got it for me for Christmas. So I, I try like, to read at least a chapter uh, every day, and then you can write in it. And it's very, um, in a cross-reference with other, other translations, because I don't like this translation as much. But, uh, but anyway... Whatever it takes to get a discipline, to delve into the Word and bring it to life so you can get closer to God and let the Word speak to you. Let the Word speak to you. 
empty your brain from all the chaos of this earthly world so God can speak to you. Like paper luminaries that, that glow along our driveways during Christmas, if you do that, faith in God lights our path and guides us on our journey. And as Christians, that is our walk with and in and through Jesus Christ. And when we're on that divinely lit path, we can stay on track and we can deepen our prayer life and our meditations. We carry our Bible and delve into study. We're focused, good and true. And we rejoice and give God all the glory for that. But it's true, sometimes we humans can only see darkness. And in that darkness, we stray and we dredge our own path. We take the shortcut. Our restraint from temptations loosen and we lose our holy wisdom. We're no longer obedient. We've all been there or are there. So we cry out to the Lord, brighten the path so we can avoid the enemy's trap. And then we cry out again, Lord, preserve me in your way of righteousness. Hear my cry. God not only hears your cry, he listens. And he hears us and answers our pleas and prayers. And he woos us back off that off-beaten trek. And our faith is restored and renewed every day is a new day to, to, to start some new disciplines, to chime into the word in new ways. And his holy guidance comes in the way of grace, hope, love, and assurance. We can defy all evil. We are God's children. And we're grounded in our faith. I pray that it continues to be grounded so that we can get back on the bright, straight, narrow path of our Lord. Our faith, our faith holds firm. Let us pray. Oh God, we don't always get it right. We want you to help us, please, Lord God, make all the wrongs right again. Lure us back onto the straight and narrow path. Hear our cries when we lament and hear our praises when we give you thanks. Thank you for your unrelenting and unconditional love for us. We welcome your commandments and guidance and all that is required to help us change our thoughts, our behaviors, our actions, so we can share that light of Christ with others and honor and glorify you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.